And the goal of our Christian life is not self-ambition, but to glorify God. And as Christians, we are warned to not trust in ourselves, but in our own wisdom, but to trust in God. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seek Life Today podcast. If you're new here, my name is Carson Harris, and I want to let you all know that I'm so happy that you're listening to this episode, and I pray that you'll stick around and learn something new. So this is a faith-based podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about Jesus, and we talk about subjects and questions that are not often talked about. And we do so in order to provide clarity and to encourage everyone to seek life today, to seek Jesus today. We emphasize that as tomorrow becomes today, as the future becomes the present, we must remember to stay focused on the fact that His promises give us life and only aim to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given us, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Today, we're going to be talking about confidence, and today we have a guest. We have Graham, and do you mind introducing uh, introducing yourself, just saying a little, about, a little bit about who you are and what you do? What's up? So yeah, I'm Graham. I just graduated from high school. I'm on the way to college. I plan to go to Mississippi College and major in Christian studies and minor in servant leadership. Like I said, I'm from Mississippi. I hope like one day that I can be a youth pastor or maybe a worship leader. I don't know, but we should see. I honestly I can't explain to you how Carson and I met. It's really confusing, but yeah. Interesting how we met. It was through like social media and just like online ministries type stuff, like on TikTok yeah. and Instagram. But I'm excited to have you today. I'm super excited. So I'm going to go ahead and just pray our way into this episode. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. And just thank you for having Graham to come on the podcast today just to speak truth. I pray that you will just fill us up with your wisdom and your truth and that you're just preparing us for this and that um, everything that we speak is just from you and not from ourselves, Lord. And I just pray that the listeners will take this message to heart and that they will Leave uh, this episode knowing more about confidence and where it should come from. In your son's holy name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So the first question I have for you is, what is confidence? So confidence to me is a feeling that you have trust in something or someone. It's a very strong trust or like kind of like a firm feeling. So one thing for me I struggled with for so long was with confidence. I struggled with like just having confidence in my daily life, you know, with my faith and stuff like that. I was so afraid to like, you know, share the word of God just because of like what people would think of me. And it wasn't until like I gained that confidence that to be bold and share the word, but being, but that being afraid to share the word doesn't come from us. You know, it comes from the devil because he like, you know, sits on our shoulder and says, you can't do that. You know, you don't, you don't know enough about it, or you're not strong enough to stand up to someone for what you believe in. And, you know, it's not until you tell the devil, no, that I am strong enough. I have the confidence to sit there and tell someone about it until it's not until you conf- it's not until you conquer that and say, you know, I am stronger than the devil and I have more power in them. And it's the power comes from Jesus. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I agree with you like a hundred percent confidence is just this comes from this firm trust. So 
confidence to me is this like feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It's just firm trust. So like whatever we trust is, this is the thing that we will place our confidence in or the thing that we will find our confidence from. I think as Christians, we often mistake or or like mistaken or like misplace our trust and thus like misplace our confidence. So we can have confidence or like this firm trust in ourselves. And I think that this is something that we often do. Like we can be sure of ourselves and of our abilities. However, we often mistake confidence for what it truly is. Like sometimes we mistaken confidence with arrogance and we think that we're superior to others. Then at other times we lack confidence and that, and we may be shy or shameful. And like the Holy Spirit like convicts us of sin and our wrongdoing, but this shame comes from Satan. So mm-hmm. when we do when we do that, like we're making ourselves inferior to other people, basically. So I think that there's a balance between being too confident and not confident at all. And like this point on this spectrum of confidence, there's a balance. And at this balance point is where we like find our trust in God. And thus we have confidence, not in ourselves, but in him. So Mm -hmm. when we are too confident or not confident enough, there is a reason why our confidence is flawed. So we, we trust or rely on ourselves or other things. And then our confidence in our view of it is just completely distorted. And so this really all narrows down to the world, which we live in today and all his teachings where we're told from young ages to think confidently, to be self-assured, to just be self-confident. And these are just major themes of modern society, modern society. We are obsessed with ourselves. And if you remember from last, not last week, but several weeks ago, like a month ago, I did an episode about identity. And I talked about how much our society preaches that our identity uh, our identity is what makes us who we are. I talked about how we find our identities in external, ever-changing, worldly things. And I think we we do the same thing with trust and confidence. We place our trust in these worldly things, and then mm-hmm. our confidence is messed up in all different types of ways. We trust people, and when they fail us, our confidence falls. Then our confidence rises when people like lie to us. We're assured by lies. And then the thing is, our confidence, it will continue to be ever-changing if we continue to place our trust in the things that are ever-changing. The world and everything of it will continue to change, but God is consistent and He remains the same. So when we place our trust in Him, our confidence is more consistent. And Mm -hmm. I think that we should look to the Bible to learn about confidence. So Graham, what are some Bible verses about confidence? What does the Bible say about confidence? So... The source of our Christian-like confidence is not in ourself, but it's from God himself. So I put down Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, but let them, but let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich boast in his riches, but let him who boasts in this that he understands and knows that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, righteousness in earth. For in these things, I do, I delight, declares the Lord. And the goal of our Christian life is not in self-ambition, but to glorify God. And as Christians, we are warned to not trust in ourselves, but in our own wisdom, but to trust in God. And, you know, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And because he is our rock, our confidence and our refuge. And I heard a sermon the other day while I was at motion 
and I don't know if you know what motion is, but and one of the speakers spoke about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it, it was just so important because I feel like that verse, you know, everyone says that verse, you know, like it's just a verse that everyone knows. And because it's like one of those ones that you can just think of real quick. But it's like, you know, put all your trust in the Lord and do not lean on your own understandings. Because I feel like a lot of us today, we'll, we tend to like think, oh, like I'll just lean. I'm like you trust in yourself more than you should when you trust in the Lord. Cause I feel like um, we just need to have confidence in ourselves, you know, kind of like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they put all their faith and hope and confidence in Jesus that he was going to get them through that. And we need to stand firm in our faith because in a time today when everyone is leaving their faith, who are you going to cling to? Cause I mean, you have no one else to cling to, but God. Yeah. hundred percent. And um, I like those examples you gave. And I want to point out that the word confidence or like similar words to it are used 54 times in the New King James Version and other versions use it even more. So when the Bible says something more than once, it's emphasizing its importance. And so the Mm -hmm. Bible, it mentions confidence 54 times. So I think that it's telling us uh is emphasizing this importance of just confidence and like not putting our confidence in our own flesh. Philippians 3, 3 says, for we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. We're told to have no confidence in the flesh. And I think this is because our flesh can be very deceiving. So mm-hmm. if we trust ourselves, we are, we're going to be going like confidently pushing ourselves more into sin. Yeah. We are so full of ourselves and like, we're so arrogant and we will continue to just live in sin. So the proper confidence of a Christian is whether like we have decided or like whether we have received salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Proverbs 14, 16 tells us that a wise man in fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. In other words, to arrogantly assume that sin has no consequences is a foolish confidence. Sometimes we become so arrogant and full of ourselves. We just sin and expect there to be no repercussions, but this isn't the case. Jesus didn't come and die on the cross for us to just continue to live a life of sin. He came to give us new life, which we're supposed to live confidently. Psalms 118.8 says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I think this is partly because God is Yahweh. He is and always will be the one in charge. He never uh, changes, nor will he forsake us. He sent us his son to die on the cross for our sins so that we could experience freedom and forgiveness from these sins. So he loves us so much and his love is so unconditional. However, on the other hand, like this worldly love that we experience, this earthly and humanly love, it is conditional. People change and our love for them or their love for us might change as well. So when we place our trust in man or with any type of like relationship or or it may be like government wise or whatever form it may be, whatever we're placing our trust in, then our confidence is thus messed up because it's of the world. So relationships fail, governments fall. So when we place our trust in people and give them much more credit and we trust them much more than we should, then they, when they fail us or fall, 
our confidence plunges down. However, when we place our trust in Jesus Christ, our Savior, we place our trust in God and our confidence skyrockets, and we will never be disappointed. And so this kind of leads us into the next question, because we, we are, we've learned that placing our confidence in God is the best thing that we can do. But how do we do that? How do we become more confident? Um, so one thing that I would definitely say, you know, is just pray about it. I mean, for so long, I've struggled with it, you know, and I talked to my youth pastor one night about it. And cause I was just like, you know, how do you get up here and, you know, talk about Jesus for so long and, you know, and he was just like, you know, confidence is key. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. But like, how do you get that? And he was like, you know, you just got to pray about it. And then he's like, and pray about it, that God will give you peace over when you're sitting up here, standing in front of one that you won't stress out about like what you're saying and stuff like that. Cause like I tend, like I, when I took my public speaking class, I loved it. Like, and I loved getting in front of people, but that's because I knew what I was saying. And like, I literally read word for word what I was saying, but like when I'm going to like give a sermon or like talk to kids about Jesus, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm saying because like, I don't have it written down word for word for me. But, and I just feel like when I started praying about it and getting more into the word, reading it, it kind of just flows now that um, it just comes out. And like, I don't really have to worry about what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, I think praying about it is such like a good way to become more confident because like just being in communion with God that reveals who he is and it reveals who he says you are. So I think our confidence, um, it should come from our relationship in, in Christ. Hebrew 4, 16 says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have to live confidently in the mercy and grace of God. God withheld the punishment we deserve by sending Jesus, and he gives us this free gift of salvation. There is nothing that we can do to earn it. There, there's nothing that we can do to make ourselves worthy. We are unworthy. We are tainted with sin. But Jesus makes us pure, holy, and worthy in the eyes of the Lord. Just knowing that we can live, just knowing that we can live more confidently. Philippians 1 6 says, and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So at times we fall short before the glory of God. We feel shameful. And while the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sins, the Holy Spirit does not condemn us. Condemnation comes from Satan. So this verse is a reminder that we experience salvation the very moment that we accept Jesus into our hearts, into our lives. But this process of becoming more like him, more like Jesus is a process and it takes time. Paul is reminding us that the process of sanctification will continue on even when we feel like it won't. And that that's what Christ has started in our hearts and he will complete it. When it comes right down to it, confidence is founded or rooted in what we believe and trust, not in what we feel, say, or do. So when we place our trust in God and read scripture, he reveals his word to us and leads us in the direction of his will for our lives. I think if we want to be more confident, we have to place our trust in something that will never fail us. We have to realize that there is true life lasting confidence, and it comes from Jesus and following him. There will be hiccups and failures, but God remains the same and his love for us remains the same as well. If we really want to be more confident, I think we need to read scripture so that God can reveal himself to us and teach us who he truly is. I think confidence, it requires humility and we have to be 
we have to live in vulnerability towards God. We have to just be honest with him and take everything to him in prayer. A biblical or true confidence is really just confidence in God and in who he says he is. Psalm 16, six through nine says, your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I'm overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you for you have given me the best. The way you counsel and correct me makes me praise you more for your whispers in the night. Give me wisdom, showing me what to do next because you are close to me and always available. My confidence will never be shaken for I experience your wrap around present every moment. My heart and soul explodes with full joy, with joyful of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure. So I think that if we want to become more confident, we have to spend time with Jesus and through prayer, through reading the Bible. But I, I think that it's important that we we have to like kind of see our identity. So like kind of going back to the identity episode, if we want to be confident, we have to know who God says that we are. So like we are unworthy, we're sinful, but he makes us a new creation. He sanctifies us. He makes us pure. He makes us holy in the eyes of the Lord. Jesus does this for us. And so we have to know that before we can live confidently. And once we know that and we know who God says we are, he says we are his children, we're worthy. That's when we live confidently. So Graham, do you have anything that else that you would like to add? And if not, do you mind like closing us in prayer? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think I have anything to add. I just really liked what you said about uh, condemnation and conviction. You know, I love that. Yeah. I have this like Bible verse on my necklace. I don't know if you can see it, but it's Romans 8, 1. And, you know, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So like whenever I hear someone speak about condemnation, I'm just like, go, love that. Yeah, I think that we often kind of get them confused or like yes. classify them as the same thing, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, you're correct. <laughs> All right. Do you mind praying us uh, out of here? Oh, yeah, I don't mind. All right. Hey, God, thank you so much for this opportunity to come on here and talk to Carson just about being confident, but God, being confident in our faith, God. God, I pray as that we are all, as we are all going into this next season of our life with whatever that may be, starting school, starting a new job, God, that we will just be, have more confidence, confidence in you, God, that we can put our faith and trust in you, God. I pray that you will continue to be with Carson and bless him as he continues this podcast, God, and the calling that you have placed on his life. Thank you so much for dying on the cross. We can't thank you enough for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that uh, you took this opportunity and uh, joined me. So um, before we kind of end it, I have a challenge for the listeners. Uh, My challenge is, so there's this, there's a Bible app. Everyone knows about it, but there's a three-day Bible plan called Confidence. And I really encourage everyone to take a few days to go through this plan and learn more about confidence. I actually haven't started this plan yet, but I found it and I plan on starting it. And so I encourage you all, even you, Graham. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was literally looking at it right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's my challenge. Over 25,000 people have completed this plan. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good plan. I haven't, like I said, I haven't done it myself, but I plan on it. That's cool. Once again, thanks, Graham, for joining me. And um, I'll have his Instagram linked in the show notes down below if you would like to go check out 
his Instagram or if you would like to ask him any questions. And if you have any questions for me, the Seek Life Today Instagram is in the show notes as well as the email. And as always, be blessed and seek life today. Oh.